Hey everybody, welcome to a new episode of Pillow Fort Pub. Uh, my name is Anime Flux. I'm Hazact. And uh, we've got a special guest with us today. Just say who you are, special guest. Uh, this is Renazuo. Yeah. So, uh, you guys are probably going to hear a lot more from Renazuo in the future. Um, let us. What, what, what is that reason, Ren? Uh, I am launching my site as of today, renazuo.com, which is part of the uh, same network that we're all on, Koopa Networks, and uh, it'll be going live shortly, uh, within an hour, I would say. Um, Yeah, that'll be going up. I'm going to be making the announcements everywhere, doing the rounds, that sort of thing. Awesome. So, yeah, uh, for those of us, for those of you, rather... Who listened to the first podcast, you kind of, uh, it's the same kind of deal that we talked about before. Uh, you should go check out his site when it launches. Um, again, it's, uh, we, we don't share a money pool or anything, uh, the artists on the network, so we encourage you to, uh, go support each artist, in this case being Ren, and, uh, your, your subscription gets you access to all artist sites on the network. So if you were to go uh, support Ren, you would get access to his site, hisact.xxx, and animeflux.com. So, yeah. What a super deal. Sweetest deals. Just in time for Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Ladies, drink free. (laughs) Bring lots of ladies. <laughs> Monster truck madness. <laughs> so uh, yeah, check it out. Uh, do you have um, Ren? I'm not. I'm not entirely familiar with the setup on your site because I haven't seen it yet. Do you have a specific focus, or do you just kind of do a little bit of everything, or what's, um, what's the thing? Well, uh, I would like to uh, drive towards original content, like how uh, you've managed to structure your site. Um, I will be still doing fan art and everything. It would be uh, silly to, you know, write something off like that. But um, I feel like, you know, I want to develop a lot of my own uh, original content. The site um, on the member side is divided into uh, three um, major, like, breakdowns for original content. Uh, I have basically three worlds that I'm kind of building up. I have my classic fantasy setting uh, called Codex Alcatus. Uh, I have a sort of retro modern fantasy. It takes place in the 80s, which I'm calling Nightwave, which has the most baller logo I've Hell ever, yeah, I've <laughs> ever made. So good. <laughs> and so then good. I, I have a sci-fi one that I'm, I'm still uh, working on, which will be coming out uh, soon, which uh, is called Celestial Tides. And then I have a fan art section, and then a section that's going to be for the kind of grab bag that is commissions. Kick ass. Uh, and you're going to have, uh, do you have like a request section or any of that kind of stuff on your site? Uh, I do have, um, a section that will be going up for that after this month's event. Uh, this month's event, I'm basically doing an event that's themed around, uh, a holiday within the Codex Alcatus, uh, world, uh, which is supposed to be basically Christmas. It's Christmas without being christmas and is december ween it's 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 festivus um so (laughs) oh that sounds like a disease yeah so it it's the theme of it is going to be uh there is a post specifically for it on the site anyone who puts their request into the thing can 
at some point have it fulfilled um, kind of at random. I, obviously, I won't be able to get to all of them if I get 50 requests. You know, that, that yeah. would be ridiculous. So they are going to be um, chosen semi, semi-randomly. Uh, and then they're going to be full color pictures, f- uh, full images, not like uh, people who are on my Patreon have, uh, are aware of the fact that I've done um, sketches for people like every month for like the last year and a half or something. But um, this will actually be full images. Um, I do have some minor restrictions on it. That's in the post on the site. So, um, you know, read it over carefully and think on it because it's only one per person. So Everybody gets one. <laughs> Everybody gets one. Tell them, Peter. <laughs> uh, everyone gets one, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, that, and then after that event, I will have a specific section for uh, requests and stuff like that. But I want to keep things uh, separated for now. Okay. Um, yeah. Now, you mentioned that you had done some some of the sketching and stuff for people on Patreon before. So you have a Patreon. Yes. Um, and I know you're going to be kind of moving things around a little bit uh, as far as your Patreon is concerned because of the new website. Uh, do you... I know you're going to make an announcement, but do you want to talk any bit about that on here, just to clarify? Yeah. Um, the announcement is part of the uh, announcement I am putting out later today. Um, this month will be the last month that my Patreon keeps its current format. Uh, it's not going away entirely, um, but it is going to be the uh, means in which we fund uh, the game that you and I will be working on. Right. Um, we have the team. I set it up in uh, on, on our Discord thing off on the side. We have everyone in there. Everyone's kind of on the same page, I think, now. Um, we have a coder. We have a UI artist. They're, you're going to be doing character art, and I'm going to be doing uh, basically filler art for what you and the UI artists don't necessarily get to or whatever. And then I'm I'm doing the bulk of the uh, uh, development, um, so that um, thing will be f- uh, the Patreon will be switching over specifically to support game projects, not just my project that we're doing at first, but also stuff that we're doing in the future. Uh, you've expressed interest in in doing your own project. There are other projects we have in the in, you know kind of that we've wanted to do as well. We're starting with this one because it's relatively small and contained. It can be as small or as big as we need it to be or as people want it to be. Right. So um, this is basically the, the dry run for this team. Yes. And uh, depending on how successful this first game is, will uh, determine future projects going forward. Correct. Uh, and the, um, the Patreon will be switching over away from a, a charge-by-month format because that's what it is right now and it will be going to charging by release now the reason for that is is because at first with the launch of all of our sites and everything getting together and us coordinating we don't necessarily want to be charging for people for something and they not see anything up front you know now to, to just to clarify for those who are listening who may not have understood what the heck we're talking about this is we're specifically talking about renezuo's patreon right now yes this is not, nothing to do with my patreon nor his ease this is only his correct the, so, yeah. this it will be under my name but it is being used to fund the team that will switch over to a by release format 
moving away from the monthly format. If down the road we get such a huge demand for stuff that we're putting out, which is possible or it might not happen, we'll switch over to a monthly format specifically because we wouldn't want to overcharge people by having two or three releases in a month or something like that. But right. that that's we'll we'll burn that bridge when we get to it, I guess. Burn that bridge. Okay, so uh, why and would then... you burn a bridge right before <laughs> you're going to cross it? You you always burn your bridges behind you. Always. You said anyway. we're going to burn that when we get to it, not when we get across it. Well, you got to start the fire on one end before you cross. <laughs> and then just run across really yeah. fast. Otherwise, I don't, I, like, I don't know if I can get behind burning. this this bridge burning idea here, but we'll. M. Night Shyamalan style. We'll cross that bridge when we burnt it down. Mm. <laughs> Wait, we should have crossed it first. Yeah. Well, uh, so for those folks who may not have been able to make the uh, the tech stream that we did a couple weeks ago, which Hizzy, we need to we need to put that up. Oh, but right. I forgot the Q&A, about that. The tech Q and A. But anyway, for those who who weren't there. You may not know what the crap we're talking about right now as far as a, a video game. So, Ren, just real quick, just give a quick like rundown of what on earth we're talking about. Uh, the general blurb for the game is basically it's going to be a uh, resource management and breeding game. So it's going to be, uh, you play as a uh, one of the, the demons in my own world that um, the the only way that they can continue their their species is by breeding with mortal races. So the whole idea is you get all these things together, you got to manage your estate, you got to manage the people who you've kind of taken in, and then you've got to come up with like this breeding thing to create something that you can present to your your demonic overlord to continue your your race and that's going to be the the overall object of the game there will be uh an end game that we work towards rather than having it just be a open-ended game that never never has an ending so right. yeah um we're going to be working uh, uh towards having the end game built in fairly early but then expanding <laughs> the content um kind of it's like horizontally rather than than uh, vertically so rather than making the game needlessly long on the main track we're just going to have a lot of content that you can play with you know at your at your discretion basically yeah and the, um, the reason that i mean i know we, we we talked about this a few weeks ago like i said on that other stream but there hasn't been any <clears throat> any definitive work done on it just yet and that's because uh we're getting the site up for ren uh the holidays are just encroaching on everything for for all of us so uh things are going to calm down pretty soon and then we can just start going full blast on uh on that so yeah keep an eye out um will, are you going to be making announcements on your site for any of this stuff or are you going to be pretty much leaving that to patreon um at first i am going to do um cross some uh cross promotional stuff just so everyone's kind of in the loop uh, people tend to pick their own like favorite medium that they they want to follow. I have mm -hmm. told uh, a couple people who have been funding my Patreon for some time about my site, and some of them are like, yeah, I'm going to go over to the site as soon as it launches. And then a couple of them have said, I'll probably stick with the Patreon. And you know, even fewer still have said, I'll probably do both because I'm interested in both of these projects. So Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Very cool. And and again, remember folks, the the Patreon is going to be specifically for the game. This has no impact on Renezuo's new site. So when a site does launch today, please go check it out. 
and send <laughs> send a couple bucks his way because it's pretty important. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, one other thing I wanted to mention about my site is that um, in addition to the the art stuff that we have, I mean, we're going to have our extras. Uh, Hizzy has her extras. You have your extras. My extras are, are going to uh, tend to focus on things like lore uh, because I can rattle off uh, tons and tons of lore about the the worlds that I create just just by pulling stuff out of my ass, you know? <laughs> so, ass um, lore. I've, I've had a lot of people who have, you know, come to me kind of on the side and asked me about, like, okay, I saw this in a picture. What's this all about? What's that all about? And I've been putting out little primers here and there for my the world I've been working on, but, you know, there's there's it's been only a little bit at a time when I can basically find extra time. But as part of the site, that stuff will actually, there will be a lot more of that. And it will be for all three worlds. And I'm not looking to do that in a bubble. I'm not necessarily looking at just kind of, you know, issuing down edicts from on high. I want input from people. I want feedback. I want people to we tell me. We all do. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I, I want people to tell me if something's a stupid idea. Or if it doesn't quite read with a certain theme or that sort of thing. Like, I, I want that input. Um, and I... I think that the site, any site really that isn't like a Patreon format or the blogging format of Tumblr, um, is going to be much better for that format and getting that sort of interaction with people. Yeah, and remember, for you listeners, um, we we talked about it a little bit on that uh, tech stream. But in the future, I don't know exactly when, but in the near future, we're going to have. Uh, some some forum based stuff coming your way so you know we'll we'll have a better format going forward but in the meantime uh there's comment sections on all of our websites so please you know don't be afraid to chime in and give us your opinions on whatever it is you're looking at whatever you would like to see in the future you know just express yourself we love hearing from you guys yeah whether it's uh you know kind of negative or positive um most of us um, artists, I mean, when I say us, uh, are equipped with the ability to tell the difference between something that is, is personal and something that is constructive. Uh, yeah. Those who aren't equipped with that, you know, that's unfortunate that they, they don't have that. But I can definitely vouch for everyone in uh, the network now that we are more than capable of handling uh, critique. Yeah, and if we're confused by something, if we don't understand what you're saying, we'll just ask, you know. But, uh, yeah, cool. All right, so, uh, again, that's happening today. Today is the 5th of December. I'm not sure when this podcast is going up, but um, that's happening. So uh, you you guys may already get the announcements before this podcast even goes up. Uh, So, yeah, please check them out. Continue to check out... uh, hisact.xxx and animeflux.com. We've all got holiday theme stuff coming your way this month. Uh, mm-hmm. Hizzy, that's true, right? You're doing holiday stuff? Oh, I'm going to do at least a couple. I, I don't know okay. if I can commit to the whole, you know, 25 days of Christmas requests. Should oh, I no, can, hell no. I'm not do doing that. that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Uh, my, oh, man. For, for my side of things, um, most of my fans at this point are familiar with the Knockout Combo series of illustrations that I do every month with uh, mini-stories. And I've uh, started doing a lot more uh, <clears throat> alternate versions for the website. 
That's going to happen this month, but it's going to be holiday-themed. And also, uh, for those of you who are already site members, don't forget to vote in this month's dress-up poll that's happening right now. Um, and that also will be holiday-themed. So make your voice heard, make sure you get your vote in, and uh, enjoy the prawns. <laughs> mm, <laughs> mm, delicious prawns. I love prawns. So, uh, switching gears here a little bit. Um, Hizzy and I were talking, uh, God, I don't know, like a week ago or something, and we were just bullshitting, and then we kind of hit upon a topic topic that we were like, no, 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 let's not discuss this right now. Let's save it for the podcast because this is this <laughs> makes for good conversation. So basically what we were talking about is uh, back in school, like uh, grade school and high school and stuff, you know, what, how were we doing in school? What was our focus back then? And, you know, did we ever foresee ourselves being here now where we are? You know, like what was originally our goals versus where did we end up? So, um, Hizzy, let's start with you. Back in, uh, you know, ye old high school days, uh, how were you doing? What were you doing? Because I remember you telling me you were making fucking good grades. And you are on yeah. your way to doing some academic greatness so <laughs> i was i was but it didn't really work out that way all right so um well <laughs> for a long time i didn't know what i even wanted to do with my life so i was just kind of like yeah whatever uh and i ended up having to go on homeschool i was homeschooled all through high school hmm. because oh interesting yeah, I was. I mean, I was. I was living in the Bay Area at that age, and the Bay being California. Yeah, Bay Area, California, uh, kind of near Oakland, San Francisco, that area. And I was getting mixed up with the wrong crowd, kind of. Well, not really. <laughs> I, uh, just but... I just imagine you walking down the street in like a leather jacket, like snapping your fingers. <laughs> I was just thinking that I was. Li I was a pompadour. <laughs> I was about to make that joke, just like you come to the wrong neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Axe Gang, motherfucker. <laughs> not quite that bad, but um, <laughs> it wasn't even the crowd. It was just the timing of life and mm. the horribleness, but. At that time, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I didn't care about school. All I cared about was drugs. Um, and apparently fighting. Like Apparently that became a thing for me. I was like really? the, fi the fighter. Yeah. So I was going to school and I just getting in a lot of fights. You know, people Damn. wanted to fight. It, it almost felt like maybe it was a status thing, like a notch on the bedpost. Like, oh, I fought her. Kind of. And, <laughs> wait, uh, wait. People were saying that about you or you were saying that about the people? That's what the, I, they weren't saying that, but that's sort of how it felt. It's like so they all, they all to, wanted to fight you. They wanted to fight just to say they fought me. I guess. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. So after so long of that, uh, getting bullied, fighting a lot, doing a lot of drugs, I just ended up going on homeschool because I got expelled. And then I had to get sent to a charter school, which I also got expelled from for fighting. And then I just had to go on homeschool. So, I was so most all through high school. Most people hate high school. Hizzy punches her way out of high school. <laughs> she did. She used it. She used it as the, the the world training circuit for her sick MMA skills. The funny thing is, today I couldn't even fight myself out of like a bag, dude. Like I can't do. I I I stub my toe and I'm down for a week. Give me all your money, okay? <laughs> just take it. Just take it, please. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah. So 
Anyways, during homeschooling, they don't actually let you fail any classes in homeschool. They will send you back home and they won't let you turn in your work until it's 100%. So I got extremely good grades in homeschooling. Um, hmm. And during that, I realized that I was super into like biology. And I actually ended up taking that class twice and another biology class twice. Like, just the same class twice because I needed to fill up my credits. But it, it was thoroughly enjoyable and I I loved it so much and I was so intrigued and I just felt like I understood it so perfectly. I was convinced I could find the cure for cancer. Damn girl. Like I just fucking loved it. I loved it. So I was like, how can I how can I use this? Because I'd never been interested in school stuff before that. Even art. I was like, yeah, I'll take an art class. I need an elective credit, whatever. I'll ace it. I don't really care. <laughs> um, so, But biology like really, really intrigued me. So for a while, I wanted to be like a marine biologist because my mom was like, oh, that'll be cool. Yeah, try that. I was like, okay. But I wasn't really into whales, I guess. I don't really know what marine biologists do, but I wanted to do like human stuff. So that's when I decided I want to be an like a surgeon, like a plastic surgeon or reconstructive surgeon, some kind of surgeon. I just wanted to surgery people. Well, <laughs> I just want to from... cut on people. <laughs> <laughs> See well, your I, think I, I was feeling like I would be really good at it because I have a really good eye for symmetry and stuff. And I felt like since I was also an artist, it's like I could be a doctor artist or something. That just... sounds uh, like a horror movie. It does, Maybe. right? It does. Like, that's so cool. So that was, that was my like focus. Sounds like an awesome movie. <laughs> I wanted to be a... Steinman, the problem is symmetry. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, thing about the marine biology thing, um, like, the cool part about it is there's so much fucking work to do in that field because yeah. we ha our fucking planet is, like, what, 80% that, water? That's a really common career, though, isn't it? Like, there's so many marine biologists yes. out there. Yes, well, here's there's a the lot of ocean. There's a, there's a hell of a lot of ocean. Only a very small percentage of it has actually been charted. I know Because that. we just haven't been able to go down and discover, like, deep shit. Yeah. But at we the know same more time... About, we know more about the universe and space than we do about the deep sea. Yeah, which is pathetic. But at <laughs> the same... it's not. No, but, like, no, but I'm saying we know we know more about what's outside our own planet than our own fucking planet. Like, know, we don't know what's it's... at the bottom of our oceans. We can't that's... get down there, though. Mm. We can't send a satellite down there. No, but here's the the thing about uh, marine biology. From the way I understand it, it's much like uh, space exploration in the funding aspect. Oh, yeah. And that shit cool. has gone way down over the last couple decades. Oh. Yeah. So they're dependent on grants and shit like that. Mm. And right. right now, the political climate being what it is, uh, they have other things that they're focusing on. So right, right. science is kind of going by the wayside. So. I love science. I've always been into it. So yeah, I wanted to be a a doctor, a surgeon, but I couldn't get any money, so I couldn't go to school for that. <laughs> I tried to get financial aid because I actually got accepted to UC Berkeley. They were like, please go to school here. You are so smart. And I was That's like, awesome. cool, how much is it? <laughs> One hundred like, billion dollars. Fucking might as well have been, but um, <laughs> I couldn't get financial aid because my dad made too much. But, um, so it, it, the, the <clears throat> ultimatum was, okay, uh, now that you've graduated high school, you can either go to college or you can get a job. 
Otherwise, you're going to have to move the fuck out of my house. So I was like, well, since I can't go to school, I guess I'm getting a job. <laughs> then I started working retail, and the rest is history. I unfortunately had to do both of those ultimatums. Uh, they, they weren't going to kick me out, but they basically were like, you're going to fucking pay for your car, pay for your rent, blah, 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 and you're going to go to school. And I'm like, thanks. What so did I you, had to have a job while I went to college. What did you oh! guys get to bring with you when you left? What do you mean? When you left home, what did you get to bring with you? Like stuff? Yeah. What did you get to bring from, from your old home to your new home when you moved out with your parents? Uh, I brought um, my bed and my clothes and my computer desk, but I, I didn't bring a hell of a lot. It was a very strange situation because when I moved out at the time, I was moving in with my uh, girlfriend at that time. I was living with her and her in her parents' house. Which sounds weird, but they were super liberal That's people. That's not weird. Landon lived with me fuck. in my dad's house. Charged yeah. him rent, though. Fucked up. Well, they, char- they charged me <laughs> rent, but they only charged me like 200 bucks a they month. Char- my dad was charging us $500 to live in my room. Damn. Jesus. And he Jesus. Was actually, Damn. he was charging that to Landon, but I was like, I'm not going <clears> to <throat> expect Landon to pay $500 to share this room with me in this ghetto-ass house. Like, the house was so ghetto at that time. The freaking toilet seat was, or the toilet wasn't even attached to the floor, so every time you shit, it was like doing a balancing <laughs> act. That's not okay. <laughs> no, it's not, and it, I'm still kind of mad about that. But whatever. So I remember it, back when, when I shit in the toilet. When you did finally <laughs> leave Hizzy, what did you get to bring with you? Yeah. Oh, we just uh, at the time we had two cars. He had a Supra, and I had a little Celica, and uh, that was a lot of fun because I wasn't really good at driving stick then. But I had to go across like all of California and then into Arizona to driving a stick just by myself. So he was driving uh, in front. The only things we could fit was um, some of our clothes, our computers, and then my cat. Uh, I, I ask because when uh, when I left home, uh, I was moving from Maine to Colorado. And I had, not, I had not given anybody almost any notice. I had basically told them a week before I was leaving that I was leaving. And so my dad gave That's me a sea bag. That's pretty much what we did. My dad gave me his sea bag, threw it down on the floor, and said, anything you can fit inside there, you can take with you. Everything else is mine. What? Damn. Even though it was yours? Even though it was your stuff? Well, I mean, his rationale was he paid for it. So it was his stuff. So oh, he paid? That. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so I had, I had I like, it. I had a TV, I had a bed, I had all this stuff that I had in my bedroom that was effectively mine. But because I couldn't fit it into a sea bag that was only, you know, so big by so big, I left everything behind me. And I showed up in Colorado with one sea bag, one backpack, and I think I also had, like, a, a messenger bag because those were big back when we were in high school, um, filled with sketchbooks and stuff like that. That was all I could take with me, and most of it was, like, a few books and some clothes. That's all I left <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was empty when I left, too. I mean, I couldn't bring my bed. I couldn't bring... I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have any. The only furniture I had when I moved out was my bed and my um, my computer desk with like a shitty uh, uh, a shitty office chair, this piece of shit metal that was rusting and stuff. But I mean, at the time, I was like, oh, I'm moving out, yay! So I, di- I didn't give a crap. But we you know, actually... then then we got into a, a new place eventually, and we're like, uh, we don't have a couch, we don't have <laughs> fucking chairs. We have sitting on the floor. Looking at a shitty, like, big box CRT TV. 
<laughs> just like, okay. Yeah, my dad go. was by no means evil or about it or anything. Like, there was no... Well, there kind of was some, I guess, ill feelings when we left because him and Landon had had a giant fight, like, just a few days before. That's why we actually moved. We were like, well, we're, we're leaving. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... But he no, he wasn't mad. He didn't be like, no, you can't bring anything like that. And like, no, just get out. No, it was really, it was sad and everything. Uh-huh. We basically went from my dad's house to Lennon's dad's house in Arizona. But his dad had a really nice place. He had like two extra rooms. We got our own bathroom. We got two bedrooms upstairs and our own bathroom. He wasn't charging us any rent either, which was so fucking nice. Um, so we lived there for about a year. A year, maybe a year or so. A year with no rent. That's fucking awesome. It was really nice. But um, after that, some some years went by, and we ended up in our own condo. (laughs) And uh, Landon's dad actually ended up losing his house because his landlord, who was you know living in Germany and collecting rent, was apparently not paying the mortgage on that house, so they repossessed (laughs) it. So (laughs) what an asshole. I know, so Lennon's dad was out on his ass, so we were like, hey, you can live in our extra room. We've got an extra room. We won't try to rent, because he did that for us. Why would we not do that for him? Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's cool. So what was Flux like in high school? Uh, <laughs> I was the opposite of Hizzy. Hizzy was uh, like a drug-doing fighter. Hizzy was, uh, you know... Ryu from Street Fighter, just you know, <laughs> seeking the next battle, and fighting for her dreams. Uh, I was fucking nerdy McNerdington. Um, <laughs> like, here's the thing: my parents were really strict. I was, I was an only child, so they were like, "You're gonna be the best that you could be, and we're, we won't accept anything less than the best." And I'm like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> so, like, I was. It was a lot of pressure uh, in high school, and they. Like, part of it's good because they, they pushed me to be as good as I could be, which is fine. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, but at the same time, once high school hit, they they were all hyped about this big uh, program that was happening at my particular high school that was only in a few select schools. It was called International Baccalaureate. And uh, it's basically college-level classes in high school. And you have to, like, test into it. You have to, you know, qualify and go through all this rigmarole and it costs money and my parents were like oh i don't know about the money thing but we'll see what we can do so i tested into it and i passed and i got into it and they were like oh man you're gonna get college credit for these classes that you're taking in high school so you'll save yourself a lot of grief when you go off to university or whatever so i was like okay cool so now we're talking ninth grade and i had never made anything less than an a before that whoa and that's not me bragging that's just that's how it was, because my parents wouldn't accept anything but less. Just like homeschool. So, <laughs> yeah, so um, ninth grade hit, and the college-level classes hit, and suddenly my grades tanked down into C's and D's. Oh. And my, par- my parents were furious, because they thought it was my fault. And it was such a dramatic change. I mean, high school itself is such a dramatic change from anything you've experienced before, um, at least in... Yeah. The one that I went to, because, I mean, here I in the States... I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle it. <laughs> yeah, like, here in the States, back then, we had K through six... Or, no, I'm sorry. K through five was uh, elementary school. Then you go to a different school for what's called middle school, and that was sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. And then you go to a brand new school for high school, which is, which is nine, nine or twelve. 12. Yeah. And it, the, the schedules were dramatically different. The amount of classes you were taking per day were dramatically different. Because in, in my uh, middle school, we took six classes a day, 
and they were always the same six. Mm-hmm. Um, when you get into high school, you're taking three or four a day, and they're way longer classes. They're like two hours each. So two hours of college-level classes, which is hilarious, because when I went off to college, those classes were only like 45 minutes to an hour. <laughs> so I was like, well, whatever. But um, the, a lot of the teachers were cool, and a lot of the teachers were total fucking douchebags. Um, who did who did not feel the need to teach because they were like, oh, you're already smart enough. Just figure this out. Here's the book and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I was like, wow, thank you. That's just our tax dollars at work right here. So um, I, I got through ninth grade. I think I managed to get like a B average. My parents were like, rah, rah, rah. 10th grade was even worse. <laughs> um, and I, mean, I was stressed about, out about this shit. Like all my friends from previous years were in regular quote air quotes regular like honors classes and shit which is what i would had been used to and they were all making good grades they didn't have the three to four hours of homework every night that my teachers were giving me Ugh. Um, like i had no life i couldn't have friends i couldn't go out on weekends because we'd have book reports and fucking ridiculous shit they didn't let us have our first two summers they'd make us come to summer school and squeeze in more classes um, Fuck that! It it yeah. was a fucking nightmare. We weren't allowed to be kids, and more importantly, we weren't allowed to be teenagers. Yeah. And teenagers have a lot of shit on their minds already, and hormones <laughs> and all other kinds of crazy shit. Um, so I, I I didn't really have any friends in classes because they were all like being shipped in from other areas of the the county because our school was the only one doing this program. So I didn't know any of them, and they were all kind of clicky. So I was like, oh, God, this is just a horrible time in general. So by the time 11th grade came, um, my grades were getting down into D's and F's. And my parents were like, all right, what the fuck? What's happening here? And I explained it it's to them. It's too hard, dude. It was terrible. And I explained about the teachers not teaching. And they're like, all right, we need to, we need to come up with a solution for this because this is not going to fly. So they scheduled a teaching teacher parent conference with one of the main offending teachers <laughs> and he was a total fucking dick bag to their faces when they <laughs> met him oh good and good. and after like my dad came really close to punching this guy in the face Whoa. because the guy was just insulting and uh you know acted like he knew everything and everyone so else at was least beneath, your, beneath him at least your parents realized like yeah you weren't lying this guy's a dick yes right? after that meeting they were like look it's not your fault and we understand that now just do the best you can and we'll just accept that. And I'm That's like, actually okay. really cool because I've had that same situation, but the teacher will act all fucking nice and, sh and shit. Like, no, I didn't do anything wrong type of shit. And then I'm sitting there looking like an asshole because like, right. if I just lied about it. Yeah. Um, by the time, I, I think it was halfway through 11th grade, I, I had a nervous breakdown and could not fucking handle it anymore. Like, the, the I cracked under the amount of stress I was under. And my parents understood somehow they were they were cool they were like all right look this is not worth this like you're 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 breaking down and you're 15 years old like this is not cool um and you i was like 15 in 11th was, grade yeah I, no no i'm sorry <laughs> six 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 sixteen um oh. i graduated when i was 17 okay. so um yeah child prodigy no 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 like, what the um, fuck what are you drawing porn for go was, fucking was, uh, save the world dude i was doogie hauser you know <laughs> yeah doogie um, it up but um no 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 so they were like you're 16 this is not cool blah 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 so i was like look just let me get out of this fucking program let me go into honors and ap classes because even though those are still like smarty mcsmartington 
I will be able to handle that and not this other bullshit. Yeah. And they agreed. And suddenly, what do you know? All my grades shot back up to straight A's. Nice. And I ended up graduating with a 4.16. Which Whoa, is that's awesome. Fucking, fucking good. I didn't even so, know you could get more than a 4.0 because that's what I got. Well, if you take AP classes, you get extra one extra points worth of ah. credit that you're working towards. So, like, okay. the valedictorian, I think, got a 5.0. Shit. <laughs> that was, the valedictorian was also in that program that I left. Because oh, wow. all those classes counted towards that extra point. So I was like, yeah, well, that's got, biased, but whatever. When I was in um, uh, primary school, whatever, the one before middle school, um, yeah, they uh, actually, elementary. they wanted me in this program that at the time was called GATE, mm -hmm. uh, stood for Gifted and Talented Education. Mm -hmm. But I think, I can't remember which parent it was. One of my parents said, no, you can't, because... We don't want a nerd daughter. You're going to get picked on all the time in school if you go into that <laughs> if you go into that program. Wait, wait, wait. Nerd. We don't want a nerd daughter? Are you I don't, serious? I don't know if that was their exact words, but pretty much it was like, no, no, kids in that class get picked on all the time. Look at his. And, he's growing I mean, up like Matilda over here. Fucking <laughs> Danny DeVito slapping books out of her hands. What are you doing reading this? No this daughter TV? of mine. No daughter of mine is going to grow up and be smarter than me. <laughs> get Back in the kitchen and mop the floor. <laughs> Jesus. I, I think it was my mom who said no. I can't remember if it was my mom or dad. But anyways, yeah. And it turns out if I was in those ed, uh, those education courses at that age, I would have been eligible for college by like age 15. Yeah. But nope, not for me. I was not meant to go to college. You know, that's what I took from this whole thing. Like this, the, the entire situation of my, of my young adult life as far as school i was not meant to go to college blessing in disguise maybe it's maybe. Yeah, he's right he's right um yeah. here here's the thing like I, I graduated i did all this shit and my parents up to that point you know again had been pushing and pushing and they were like oh you should become a doctor you should become a surgeon all this kind of shit and i had the grades for it but i was like i hate this shit like oh, i hate geez these classes and you know i was really good at a lot of things but i was like that doesn't mean i'm good at it just because or that doesn't mean i like it just because i'm good at it i actually so liked it i like well i mean i liked math but i'm like what the fuck am i gonna do with a oh math degree? god get math out of here no yeah like oh, i was god. fantastic at math that but... reminds me i left out a small detail i was actually in uh because i kept you know, getting in fights, dropping out all my classes. Math class was a fucking nightmare. We had like 12 different teachers within a one year, one school Ugh. year period. Ugh. So I didn't learn any math. And by the time high school hit, I literally had to be placed in special ed math. Oh, I know. I know. And the, the printing in the books was so big. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh. this is a number. This is number. Yeah, they had us doing only like plus and minus and then oh, wow. multiplication and some division and nothing else after that. Wow. <laughs> so I can't do any math. Look at so Izzy, embarrassing. Izzy gets into fucking algebra. She's like, all right, I've, I've mastered how to use all 10 numbers. And they're like, all right, you ready for this now? There's fucking letters. And she's like, fuck, there's 26 of those. What do I have to do? <laughs> yeah. I we don't even want to, to talk about the Greek alphabet. I actually had to be tutored through algebra by my friend who lives in Georgia. And at the time, I lived in California. So we had to use the headset to talk. And we found a paint chat 
website, like an Okaki board, <laughs> where you have multiple people that can draw on there. And so yeah. he'd be writing out the pro. I'd, I'd scan a picture, you know, I'd scan the page of the book, and mm-hmm. he'd tutor me through by writing the thing on the page chat with his mouse as we talk. <laughs> and artists were coming in, like, this is not a place for math. Why are you doing math in here? This is for art. That's amazing. <laughs> Once again, someone comes in and calls Hizzy a nerd. Yep. <laughs> nerd. nerd. God damn it. <laughs> oh, good times. Um, good times. So eventually my parents were like, well, what the fuck do you want to do? And I was like, I really like drawing. And they're like, really? I'm like, yeah. They're like, I mean, okay. I mean, we're not going to stop you from your dreams, but... You're going to have to work real hard to make that a career. And at the time, I was all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I'm like, (laughs) I'm going to go out and be an animator for Disney. (laughs) Because at the time, they still had... Famous last words, fucker. (laughs) Exactly. At the time, they still had 2D animators working for Disney. And it wasn't until my second year of college that... uh, Because I lived in Florida, and Orlando was a huge center for for their animation department. They laid all of them off. Yeah. And 2D animation was like, later fuckers, now we have Pixar. So you know we don't care more anymore. You know there's studios that do 2D animating than just Disney, right? Yes, but at the time, it, that, was the, that was the biggest. And I didn't understand business. I didn't understand how the world worked. <laughs> I didn't even know where to begin to like, seek high, out brother. other there's shit. There's nothing that quite takes the wind out of your sails when you're in second year college. And the thing you were, you were set on doing is just like, no, that doesn't even exist, bro. No. <laughs> it's like, and ooh. and as a matter of fact, my graduating class of college, I have a um, animation degree, and I don't think a single one of them is uh, in that field. Mm-hmm. At my entire fucking graduating class, they're all just like one of them went on to be a stand-up comedian. Cool. A lot of them, a lot of them are still in retail. Aww. Like, like it's just it was a total shit show. Yeah. But anyway, as Ren said, uh, you dodged a bullet. Not going to college, because if I could go back in time and take that shit back, you better believe I would. <laughs> yeah, but I wasn't going to go for art. I mean, I was I at some, I was afterwards. I, I got interviewed at the the um, Art Institute in San Francisco, and they were like, they saw my portfolio. I brought them like a portfolio of just some drawings that I'd done digitally, and uh, they were like, fuck me, man, you you come here to learn this, like, we don't want you in these classes, you already know that shit, like, we're, we want yeah. you we want you over here, and I was like, fucking sweet, and the degree only took three years to get, but when I saw the price, I was like, oh, okay, mm. nope, <laughs> it was like, yeah. it was like, um, like 90k for three years. Jesus. For yeah. that school, yeah, so I was like, no, I can't, yeah. I was my really deg- sad. My degree was originally billed at 80k. Fuck yeah! I was gonna go I there for game art and uh, game art and design. Yeah, because I don't know been... what my t- I don't know what my total was um, because I like I did a bunch of fucking scholarships and shit that helped. <laughs> Nice. But out of out of my own pocket, even after scholarships, I still had to pay uh, about twelve thousand, and I had to pay that off over ten years, and I did. It's gone, but that's. 12 grand you know that i could well hey most people are stuck else. at 40 grand by the time they're out that's like the, more. that's like the average yeah, yeah. 40 yeah. grand average some people are like up if, the hundreds. If, if i could go back and do something different i probably would have should have gone for you know business or something like that because like now we're all three of us you know everyone in the network we're all doing business <laughs> at stuff. least we could use that <laughs> yeah because like but we all have to figure this shit out by stumbling through it you know so if in I theory knew... you can animate right now 
Of course. So you can I understand actually... all the basics, I just don't have the programs. Yeah. So if you had the programs to animate, you would be able to do an animation? Yeah. yeah would you I ever could, do that? I could too. Maybe. Uh, it depends on... I mean, you have to understand, animation takes a lot of fucking time. I know. A lot of fucking time. Especially Will you teach me how to animate? <laughs> of course. Really? I, I mean, animation's not hard. You already know the basics, you just don't know you know it. I yeah. mean, you've a been watching the, uh, cartoons since you were a kid. I do know the basics, but once a I start the, doing um, it, I'm like, uh, 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 what now? <laughs> yeah. A lot of the principles are pretty, like, I mean, they cover them in, like, the first year or in, like, a mm -hmm. class. A lot of You talk stuff. about, you know, squash and stretch and yeah. uh, bounce and um, uh, walk cycles and shit like that. Ease so, in, I mean, ease out, timing. Uh, key Keyframes yeah. and tweens. I know, all all, I know all of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Then you know the basics of animation. Well, all it go. takes now is just sitting down and practicing. You went That's to college really to learn that stuff. Yes. <laughs> yes, I what did. I, what have I been telling you is that you learned all of this stuff that Flux and I were fucking stupid and paying for, and you figured it out all on your own. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't even want to get into like the art education quotes. <laughs> that they gave me because that was also bullshit. Like, I had been using Photoshop since I was about 12. Me too. Um, uh, oh, hang on. My computer. Can you still hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, weird. My computer just did a weird thing. Anyway, okay. um, I had been using Photoshop since I think version 3. Fuck. That's um, old. <laughs> yeah, it was old as fuck. That's but not like, even, people, that's not CS3. That is 3. No, that is 3.0. <laughs> that point is version oh. 3. <laughs> it, could, it, it could do very little, but at the time I was like, yay, and I was play, I was drawing with a mouse, because tablets weren't a thing yet. And, you know, so I already knew all this shit. So we, I get to college, and they're like, Photoshop, it's the future. And I'm like, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? Like, I already knew everything. Like, I finished my final project for that semester in the first two weeks. Because I was just like, okay, I know all of this. But it was you know, required. That's really funny. And every time I, I talk to an artist or I see people posting, you know, on Tumblr to people asking like, oh, you know, what art school did you go to? Would you recommend it to me? And then the person is like, fucking don't go to art school, brah. No, every I don't know a artist, single person that's ever gone to art school that has said you need to come here. Yeah, every single artist that has gone to college or art school for art always debunks the shit out of it. It's like, no, don't fucking waste your time. There's only yeah. one artist that I that I used to know who who said differently. And he used to like try to look kind of down on us and shit and like try to lecture yeah. us about his oh, fuck that mad techniques that he learned in college. I don't fucking remember his name now, <laughs> but yeah. I tell the, you what, the, the only th valuable skill that I learned in college at all was discipline. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the discipline. Because your, your, your college professors, if they're good, if they're good professors, they will whip your ass into shape like army style because Dang. they break you down until you feel like your art is garbage and then they build you back up and yeah. make you a better artist. The, that is another thing that they do in the first year for our school is that they're going to uh, basically uh, teach you a bit about your own ego and how mm -hmm. it, kinda, it needs to go away so that you can, especially in animation, you need to be able to work on a team in a pipeline on a deadline. And on, I already you need to know how to do that, though. You have to work fast. Right. Yeah. So, we already I mean, know that. We already yeah, know those that. are yeah, those are useful things to learn when you're 17 or 18, fresh out of high school. Um, yeah. And there, some of the things, some of the other things that you'll learn uh, in school too can be useful. 
um, uh, having so, sometimes a, a professional to be able to bounce ideas off of if you're able to get their ear is, yeah. is pretty useful. Yeah, um, so. But if you've been out for like a few years and doing your own thing, I saw some people who uh, they were in my classes, they'd been working in the business already and they were coming back for their degree and they already knew how to do everything. Uh, and the teachers would leave them alone because they'd be like, you know what, you do you. I know you know how to do this. But for whatever reason, the industry has asked you for a piece of paper that says you do that yeah. is not your resume. I had yeah. one woman, she'd been, she was in my class, she'd been working in the industry, I want to say, for 15 years in graphic design and animation and all this other stuff. And for whatever reason, she just couldn't get work anymore because she didn't have a degree, which is, is nonsense because you guys. It's really that's, common. That's really common. I've actually yeah. uh, applied at Riot Games and Blizzard and. I don't remember if Riot said this, but Blizzard said you need a degree. You need like a four year at least. I, yeah. I from what I've read, um, and I, I'm saying this within the last year, I've read that that trend is starting to go away because more and more companies are starting to understand that what you can do is way more important than how you got to this point, yeah, meaning it, a degree. It used to it used to mean that the the degree used to mean that it was a, a, a stamp. Someone professionally said, this person can work on a team, this person can meet deadlines, this person is a professional. But now, that's not necessarily the gold standard, especially when you've got a lot of private schools and for-profit schools that have, have basically flooded um, the whole professional sector with a bunch of degrees that have varying levels of proficiency. Attached yeah, to you them. could you could have all the degrees you want, but if you don't work well with others or you can't handle a deadline, then you're worthless. Right. Yeah. So you know, I, and more and more companies are starting to realize that. So yeah. pro tip, kids, if you're thinking of going out there and uh, and uh, becoming a professional artist, you do not have to go to college for that shit. Just buckle down and learn and fucking mm -hmm. just fucking do it. Just sit down and draw. Just and do it. Just do it. Like yeah. go to the the biggest thing that I tell people because I get asked this shit all the time. Like, what do you recommend for a new artist? Blah blah blah. Like, obviously practice all the time. Draw as much as you possibly can. Draw from life. Blah blah blah. You've heard all that a million times. But now that we have the fucking technology and the internet that we have, go to art streams and just watch and ask questions. Because honest to God, most of us who do this shit, like when we stream. We want to hear from you, and most of us are happy to answer questions as long as it's not like, "How do I be a good artist?" Like that's not. That's not. <laughs> I think it was. It. Uh, I had a I had a teacher of mine who, like, you know, someone's like, "Well, you know, I don't know how to really improve my skill," and he's just like, "Just draw every day." And they're like, well, yep. what if I don't have time? And it's like, bullshit. There's no such thing as no time. You've, you've, got, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you've got napkins. You've got uh, your book. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, you've got all kinds of things. Just draw something every you day. You've got that receipt yep. from Taco Bell there and in the, your hand. Yeah. There. There's a, I'm, I'm friends with a guy. Um, and we we, uh, we uh, have table neighborship, I guess you could say, uh, every year at a convention. And um, he works for a, uh, a magazine, I'm not, I'm not gonna name which one, but he works for a, a kind of a retro kind of magazine doing artwork for them. And um, every fucking day on his lunch break at his nine to five job, he <coughs> brings a sketchbook and he sketches out and inks a full picture wow. every fucking day while he's, while he's eating and uh and post a picture of it on his facebook and i i, I kid you not it's every single day and i'm like god damn man i want to see that i'll i'll 
shoot you a link sometime. All right. Also, but, I don't mean to interrupt, uh, but we're at 51 minutes. Should okay, so maybe we should we should the Q&A? I guess so. Like, well, Ren, you didn't get to say what you did back at school, did you? I'm kind of like a halfway point between you guys, actually. Um, okay. I I uh, had really shit grades in uh, in high school. Um, I I wasn't really after I got past a certain point in school, and um, my mom had actually uh, passed away. I uh, I wasn't interested in school anymore. Like it just it held nothing for me. I didn't. So I I would go and I'd do like the minimum, but I wasn't really interested in anything that school had for me. Uh, once I got into high school, I spent most of my time uh, seeing girls and being a slut, and um, <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, and playing Dungeons and Dragons. Which I mean, those two do things you don't got normally. Girls? <laughs> yeah, what? those don't normally oh, go together. Shit. <laughs> those don't normally go together. But I mean, I didn't. Like, I had no social life before high school, but my high school combined uh, three schools. So, like, what Flux was saying with the different schools and everything, with, you know, uh, elementary and everything else, um, it... So, um, what was I... Oh, so, like, what Flux was saying uh, before about the schools, the elementary school, um, middle school, things like that, we had three different towns in this rural area that um, had their elementary schools, and then they all filtered to one central high school. Right. So, right. when I went wow. to... I'm familiar with that. To, yeah. So, when I went to high school, I basically had a new shot. I had two <laughs> whole schools worth of people... Who didn't know that I was a complete loser, and so I, <laughs> I, I uh, took advantage. I mean, not in like a, a predatory sense, but in the mm. sense that I no longer <laughs> felt confined by, uh, you know, what it, what what box people had put me in. So I did. I I kind of jumped all over the place. At just what it, what interested me. You know, I'd play Dungeons and Dragons on the weekends sometimes. Or, you know, I'd go over to my girlfriend's house, uh, or I'd get into trouble with my friends. We used to go out egging houses and getting up to other shenanigans. Oh my god, that is so adorable. What is this, the 50s? <laughs> we, we got we, out and we, we went in our, our soapbox derby cars. And, uh, we played some <laughs> pick the can and egged this old, old demand river's house. It was it was a, a, a slow area to grow up in. Uh, we also <laughs> that's, like that's cool. We used to do this other thing too, where we um, uh, some of my friends would go uh, paintballing, but we had this thing where we had started constructing weapons out of PVC and foam capping them, and just <laughs> beating the crap out of each other in the woods. Yeah. And then after after that got boring. After we got bored of just like. <laughs> We we started. The thrill was with, gone. We started coming up with games, you know, like we had like a like a, a kind of like a zombie thing where one person starts off has to tag other people. We had capture the flag. We built a course in the woods, had walls and forts and all this stuff. And man, I would have wanted to be your friend back. <laughs> yeah, dude, then. it was that so sounds fun. awesome. It was so fun. But then I also had things where you know if I was dating a girl who was interested in a particular thing, that was the thing I did. So yeah. for for a little while, I did a thing called academic decathlon, which is basically turning uh, high school testing into a sport, a competitive sport. Oh right, right. And so I did that for a little while, and sure. I was in uh, the art section of the team, and then for whatever reason, economics. And I was an alternate in economics, but I actually had to compete at some point because the person who was the the normal person for whatever. 
uh, couldn't go to one of the things, so I had to compete on a state level with little to no prep. And uh, I actually placed uh, silver in the state for economics and only bronze in art. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, talk about missed opportunities. Maybe like I you're in the wrong field there, sir. Uh, I should have yeah. gone into economics, but I did a couple advanced placement things for graphic design. But, I mean, it was only if it interested me. If I wasn't, like, I never had this c- compulsion to do well if I didn't want to. And that was, I mean, most people hated that. You know, every every adult in my life was like, that's terrible. And they're like, you're wasting your potential. And it's like, no, my potential is exactly what I want it to be. And I do what I what I want to do. So uh, fuck yourself. Like, what do you, what do you want from me? Yeah. And then when I got out of school, that was when I was like, you know, I was dating this girl. Um, and then um, I, was, I was actually dating two girls at the same time. Uh, and one of them was kind of like an online thing. And I was like, I want to move out to Colorado. I want to, this is an opportunity for me to get out of this podunk state and not be dealing with any of this crap. So I left, I lived with her for a few years and I didn't go to college at first. I was actually, uh, supporting her. I was working and supporting her while she was in college. And then conveniently she finishes up her degree or finishes up college. And then all of a sudden, you know, things aren't really working out. You know, <laughs> sounds so, pretty standard. Yeah, so I bitch. We we had we had lots of we had lots of other issues, which could be a whole podcast into itself if I felt so inclined. But in the end, I was like, I could stay in Colorado or I can go back to school or something. And I was like, you know, I'll try go back to school. I I had gotten accepted to a school already because I just tried it out on like a whim to see where I stood. So I moved back east, lived with my sister for a little while, applied to the college. The application process was super, super non-standard. I showed up at the school, had my portfolio, had the paper in hand, handed it to the guy, and I guess the department head had walked by the office at the time. And so the guy who I'm doing the application with is like, oh, hold on. He takes my portfolio, goes out into the hallway, and they have like a, this like... 30 second like walking meeting or something down the hall where he shows the department head my portfolio and the department head just looks at it and goes yes and then that was it i was in damn son apparently it was it was a drawing of a dragon i did that he was like yep this guy's in so i was like (laughs) drogador depardinator (laughs) you should have framed that dude I, it's it's around somewhere. I think it's somewhere in my room right now. In one of my like, yo, this is the drawing areas. that got me into college. I'd frame that. Yeah, Hell it's yeah. not even it's not even very good. I imagine this, like this is the drawing that set me back several thousand dollars. Oh, Thanks, yeah. drawing. <laughs> you son of a bitch! Just throw it in the fire. <laughs> I mean, I just burn it. <laughs> burn this with all the bridges. I'm gonna be burning. Yeah. So I was I was kind of like a an in between for you guys. Like I had my things that I I mischief that i was getting into and you know delinquency that i was participating in but i also <laughs> did you know work at things if That's i cool. wanted to so yeah. i cool. wanted to i just couldn't yeah nerd <laughs> <laughs> whatever mr triathlon <laughs> economics right? God, nerd yeah. <laughs> playing speed chess over here i only i only did it i think it was like a uh, was it my junior year i think is and you when did I... this because of a girl yeah yeah so basically she she and i were dating we were dating for like a year and a half i think and i was just doing my own thing i was like freeing up as much time for study halls to just sit and draw or 
uh, plan out encounters for Dungeons and Dragons. And, <laughs> and so um, she comes up and she's like, you know, you waste a lot of time in your study halls. You know, you're actually really smart and I, I want you to join this thing with me. And I'm like, is it an after school thing? Or like, <laughs> like what? If, and she's like, no, it's like you get an actual credit in class for it. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I saw like a multiple bird, one stone scenario where I can make my girlfriend uh-huh. happy get a call get a get a um a, a credit towards graduation and and she was like yeah it's really easy and it wasn't it wasn't hard but it was really time consuming because you got like a a four inch binder of material that you had to go through and uh it it sucked i fuck fuck that yeah it was a lot of material but um it wasn't really hard and how much what's the ratio of puss that I'm gonna get for this, yeah, uh, yeah. Versus how much effort I have to do. <laughs> Story of my life. I mean, I moved up to Colorado <laughs> because I was dating a girl. I took this 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 class because I was dating a girl. Um, I did a lot of. I stayed in college because the girl I was dating at the time convinced me that I should stay in college. Like, I was just like, all right, you know, because I mean, I'm not. I'm not a very good, uh, or at least until recently, I haven't been very good at examining my own uh, behavior, and so I kind of relied on people who were close to me to tell me whether or not I was acting like an ass, or if I was being foolish, or something like that. And so, a lot of my life choices end up getting, I I ended up getting talked into them by a uh, a pair of boobies and a vagina. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Well, we've all kind of been there. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe not Hizzy, but I've been there. <laughs> no, not me. Actually, not me. Yeah. Uh, not even men. No, not even that. I. Yeah. I mean, I was like, no, fuck you. Yeah. After after my my previous relationship ended, I kind of like put my foot down and like, no, that's it. Mm-hmm. I am fucking anything from here on out. If I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it for me. Yeah. Because fuck fuck all that. Life is too, way too short to be doing all this shit for somebody else. Hell yeah. So, who, who may or may not be there five or ten years from now. Yeah. So, I got lucky. You know. Yeah. Well, so far. We'll knock on wood. Say those words. Yeah, I'm fucking talk about. Okay. I'm gonna he say just that walks again. in. That's it. It's over. <laughs> yeah. I'm out of here. I'm taking okay. the cat with me. You're not taking my cat, bitch. <laughs> I'm taking the dog. No, too. you're not taking my dog. <laughs> You're not taking anything from me. I just imagine he was like this angry Italian woman who starts like throwing his luggage out the windows. <laughs> yeah, laundry just flying out like a second story window. You're like, like arguing in the street with each other. Yeah. Oh god. Actually, in New York, I actually happened upon a couple of those scenes. Of, like, <laughs> yeah, I thought this only happened so in movies. Did. Of course, you did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, that is just so cartoon. It yeah. is. I mean, the guy's in like a wife beater and everything, and she's in curlers. I'm like, is this a sitcom? Are they t- filming this? Like, <laughs> come on. That's amazing. I got no idea, Jerry. Anyway. <laughs> okay, I think we should move on to the Q&A. We're at an hour. Yeah. So uh, for, for you folks out there that tuned into the last podcast, remember that at the end of every podcast, we do a uh, Q&A where you send in questions, and we try and answer a few of them. So, um... Please continue to do that, by the way. Uh, I don't know if anybody's really sent any of those in on my site, but I know they've done a couple on Hizzy's. And, of course, when Ren's launches, feel free to do it on there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can email us or send us things on Twitter. Whatever your social media of choice is, please do that. 
uh, except Tumblr. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> fuck Tumblr. But uh, otherwise, yeah, please do that. So I'm gonna his put that e- on my headstone. Fuck Tumblr. Fuck Tumblr. <laughs> 2017 or 16, whatever the fuck year we're in. <laughs> All right, Hizzy, take it away. What we got? I've got a few here. Thankfully, they're directed at both of us. They're not directed at Ren, though, but how were they supposed to know he'd be on here? So <laughs> That's true. The first question actually came from Lord Griffin, but we pretty much touched on that with the entire theme of this podcast, which was, how did you both get into art and what made you pick porn over other genres? Well, porn, I mean, uh, we've discussed most of it, but porn is, uh, it fucking sells. It sells. What can I say? Sex sells. I've told this story uh, a lot in interviews in the past, but yeah, I mean, you're on DA. I'm sure all of us here probably can relate to this story. (laughs) You're on DA. Nobody seems to care. Uh, you end up drawing porn one day, and everyone is like, "Take my money." Yep, that is <laughs> yeah. exactly right. My mine mine varies slightly in that uh, I did start drawing boobies when I was probably uh, early high school. Um, mm. It was just you know for my my own edification. Um, <laughs> That's but, funny. <laughs> but uh, when I got into into uh, college and stuff, I. Actually, it was maybe a little before college. I had just, you know, started working on my own smut stuff. I appreciated the work other people were doing, and so I was like, yeah, I, I kind of want to make some stuff too. And I was just doing it for fun at the time because nice. I liked it. And um, at some point, someone approached me and was like, "Well, how much are, do you do commissions, and like how much?" And I was like, "I hadn't really thought about it, but." You know, I looked into it. And... Back then, I was like, what the fuck is a commission? Hello, Google. Yeah. What's a commission? <laughs> like, yeah, I, don't even yeah, know what I was that like, is. I don't know. Sure. Uh, you want to pay me? You want to oh, pay me for bucks? pussy? It's, 20 bucks? Sure. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. Man, that's funny that you say that, but, uh, drawing titties back in the day of, you know, high school, middle school. That was actually one of the reasons I got expelled from one of the schools I was attending because <laughs> they were doing a. They were pretty mad at me because, I mean, I was pretty openly a junkie. So they st- they searched my locker for my drugs, and you know I'm no retard. I'm not gonna put my drugs in my locker. They're obviously <laughs> on me. They can't touch me, but they can look. Anyways, they found drawings. <laughs> they found a drawing in a sketchbook of a flower, like kind of, I guess a cartoon flower. So she's like bent over, and her leaves, which are like ha- uh, her arms, I guess, were like down on the floor, and she's got big titties. And she's like arching her back, and the head is just a flower with a big tongue coming out of it, like like <laughs> like the Rolling Stone tongue kind of just coming right out of the middle of the flower. And so they they use that as the reason to expel me. Please <laughs> tell me you still have this picture. I fucking wished I did, but I don't. I don't. Damn it! I know that's the thing that started it all. I should yeah. recreate it. I still remember exactly how it looks. That's crazy. It's like funny. I didn't. I I felt. Uh, I don't know. I, I was very, like, secretive when I first started drawing boobies, like, back in college and whatever. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I don't know. What if someone sees? Oh, no. And, like, <laughs> at the t- like at the time, I was like, oh, my girlfriend might get mad, and I don't want to fuck this up. Whatever. So, um, it, was, it wasn't a, couple, a few years later that I was like, I drew this thing, and I kind of am proud of it. What do you think? And she was my wife by that point. And she was like, I don't care. And I was like, wait, really? And she's like, yeah. I was like, well, what would you? how would you feel if I did this for money? And she was like, do it. If it brings in money, fucking, I don't care. And I was awesome. like, wow, okay, so I, this is a thing. I first started drawing, like, uh, anatomically correct women. Um, yeah. My mom was still alive. 
And at some point, I was sitting there and I'm drawing like some X-Men shit. And it was Rogue specifically I'm drawing. And I'm like, she don't look right. And I'm like, I'm looking at the comic and I'm like, I haven't drawn boobs. <laughs> so I'm like, I need, I need, I was really young and I just came to this conclusion that if I, if these are going to like, if I'm going to draw women, the, their boobs have to be there. Like just <laughs> right. as a fact. <laughs> yeah. So, and it wasn't like smutty. It wasn't like a big deal or anything like that. I'm just like, boom. Okay. Draw Rogue. And my mom was like those boobs and i was like yes and she's like why did you draw boobs and i'm like because women have boobs <laughs> like, it was this big thing like she didn't want me like having comics anymore or anything like that like, oh my god what and i was the like fuck? mom there i can i can see boobs everywhere i just mom, like, i'm looking I, at your boobs right now you, you have kids boobs, with you know? your comics and your rock and roll music she was she was very like uptight about things sometimes like she oh, that was always yeah. her her initial response and then after a, after a little time of like thinking about it she'd be like okay i'm acting stupid and she'd she, she'd relax on things but yeah that's i remember that i actually have a very i have a very strong memory of when she first noticed the anatomically correct women i was drawing we should actually address that too because a lot of people i get that question a lot like what do your family and friends think about what you're doing I don't know if you guys get that question, but I get that. Almost, I have I, gotten that several times. I yep, get that yep. one almost as much as I get. Do you fop to your own art? <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I my, know for. Go ahead. My family doesn't care. They've never cared. Uh, my friends. I mean, there's been a few people who have been like, "Oh my god, like, what are you doing?" But those yeah. are not the type of people I want hanging around in my life anyway. So that was an easy snip. But uh, my parents don't care. In fact, my mom, <laughs> she's a terrible influence. She actually used to draw movies, too, <laughs> when I was younger. And we'd <laughs> nice. stay up all night, like, fucking hopped up on Ritalin, drawing together and doing arts and crafts. And, like, she'd be sitting there drawing sexy girls. And I'm like, dang, that's awesome. I want to do that, too. Uh, <laughs> mine, mine was the exact polar opposite of that, because um, I had very strict uh, religious conservative parents. And um, man, I had. I mean, they kind they kind of accepted in college that I'd be drawing nude people because I mean, hell, we had life drawing classes yeah, where models like a would come model. in. Yeah, I mean, they they weren't tra attractive, but I mean, boobs were boobs, and you <laughs> you need to draw them. So um, there's a few guys, but mostly women, and um, they just kind of accepted that, and they were like, whatever. And then you know, years later, when that thing happened, and I started drawing porn, I did not tell them at first because I mean, I'm, I was already moved out. I'm a grown ass man by this point. It's like, yeah, but what by are their really reaction say? to the previous things, you'd probably be like, eh, I don't think they're gonna like that. Yeah, it w it wasn't until years later that I finally divulged to them what I actually do, and they were just like, oh, well, all right, like we don't, we're not a huge, we're not gonna go looking this stuff up. And I'm like, yeah, please don't. But they're they're like you know you're you're your own man. We can't tell you what to do, and you're, as long as you're happy and you're uh, you're supporting yourself, then what can we really say? And I'm like, okay, cool. Didn't and so we've say, just kind of had a go ahead. Didn't you say your mom was like stoked about your site? Like you were keeping him kind of in the loop. She was excited that I'm doing a website that's you know the pay site and and it's helping with my income and I'm doing what I love to do. So she's happy about that part. I mean, she's still very religious, so she's still okay, like, okay. it's porn, but <laughs> she doesn't give me shit about it. She just doesn't announce to the rest of her family what I do. <laughs> At they least just, you're not doing just... porn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's my dick all over the internet. <laughs> but, but, um, 
as far as my friends go, they all my friends know what I do, and we all get a good laugh about it. And they're just like, w whenever we play Cards Against Humanity, there is always a few instant win cards that people know to play to me, and I will always pick them, like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like tentacle porn and pixelated bukake and stuff like that. Like yeah. if someone has that, it doesn't matter what the subject card is; it instantly fucking wins. <laughs> my favorite card so. from cards is a <laughs> windmill full of corpses. <laughs> wow, that is not the one I thought you'd choose. I fucking love that card. <laughs> I don't. They know just why. did a new expansion, and some of those yeah. cards I was fucking. I got all of the expansions, laughing. dude. I've got them all. There's another one where it's like a, uh, oh, I forget the exact words, but it's just the image that it makes in your head. It's like a detached Ferris wheel rolling down a mountain on fire or something. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> That's an instant win. I fucking win. love that game. That's an instant win card for me right there too. I want us to play that online because you can play oh. it for free. Online. You can play it online? Yeah. Shit, we gotta do a Let's Play of that. Hell yeah, we need to. Let's do Get it. Get a whole bunch of people in there. Let's do it. Okay, um, I'm sorry, Ren. Uh, what about you? What do your parents think? Your dad, what do your family um, think about it? <laughs> I'm I'm um, very picky about who I've told in my family uh, because my my family on my mom's side and my family on my dad's side are very different. Mm. Um, so it's it's um, difficult for me to kind of choose. Almost no one on my mom's side knows. I've got like a couple cousins who know, um, and then that's it. Uh, my dad's side, I just recently told people, and they're like, "Yeah, cool." Um, I didn't know there was money in that, and it's like, "Oh yeah." Except <laughs> nice. for my, except for my cousin Alicia, who inexplicably knew exactly what I was talking about when I told people. She was just so, <laughs> so I was like, I was telling people, I was like, "Yeah, you know, this is I'm explaining what I do in more clinical terms," and she's like in the front seat of the car, and she turns around, she's like, "You do anime porn?" And I'm like, "Huh?" <laughs> And then, like, the my other cousin who's driving is like, the the what now? And she's like, you draw hentai? And I'm like, yes. And she's like, not that, you know, I know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> there was a girl at a like, party I was at once, and Landon had ended up telling this group of people that I was a hentai artist. And this girl, like, got so giddy. Like, she just yeah. freaked out. And she's like, can I see? Can I see? Can I see? She was, like, so cute. And I showed her on my phone. She fucking ran off with my phone. I couldn't find her Ooh. for, like, two hours at this party. And I was like... Oh, I'd be pissed. I was like, you know, thanks. I don't want to know what you did with this phone, but yeah. thank you. <laughs> you might want to go sterilize be, that phone. Yeah, there was... One time, one of my cousins who knew... We were at this like uh, party thing, and my, he had people from his work over, and he told everybody that I'm a porn artist. And his boss just looks me dead in the eye and goes, "Can I see?" And I'm like, <laughs> "Nope, never, never. <laughs> you will never ever see it. I just, I, I couldn't do it." But I mean, I love you sharing know, it, dude. People in my right. everyday life, you know, they know. Um, my my wife actually has helped me come up with a lot of the designs and ideas that I use. Um, cool. We, I mean, I have a kid. I keep it away from my kid right, right now, just right. because she doesn't have a filter between her head and her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I don't. Like, we live in a pretty conservative state, and people yeah. form opinions like that. Sure. So. I, I don't want, like, you know, uh, child services showing up and having some wrong idea of what it is I do and me having to explain it. So we keep her away from it, but pretty much everyone else has a pretty good idea of what I do. My roommate has known for a long time what I do, and he always acts perpetually surprised 
Like, he'll come in the door, and he'll be like, what the fuck are you drawing? And I'm like, man, we've been over this, like, eight million <laughs> times. And she has a dick, okay? <laughs> she, she has one. He's, and he just, he can't, every time, and he just, he'll stop, he'll close his eyes, and he'll go, all right, it's in the vault, and then he'll walk away. <laughs> like, it's just, but he does it so often. Sometimes I'll be in stream, and he'll just walk in and be like, what are you doing? And it's like... I don't know how to explain this for the eight millionth time to you. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Flux, you got any questions? Well, I know you had one that we talked about earlier, and I, I, I like that one. I want you to say that one. You don't know what I'm talking about? Shit. <laughs> the, uh... the, the characters, favorite characters. Oh, thing. right, right, okay. Uh, yeah, this one comes from... Actually, I've got two here. I think we should answer them both. Both of them are directed towards you mostly um me <laughs> yeah my uh zion let's do we'll do zion's first okay zion asks why does flux always seem to enjoy drawing horse cocks for nalika to enjoy <laughs> 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 he said a uh, disclaimer here in my defense i've only had the time to see a few of his nalika picks so far so maybe it's just a statistical outlier <laughs> uh, to be perfectly honest, it is just a statistic. Uh, I could count on one hand how many times she's dealt with a horse dick versus a regular one. <laughs> so you just got bad luck, Zion. Um, or, or, or good luck, good depending luck. on yeah. your preferences. Maybe good luck. Um, I've started drawing more animalistic dicks in recent years just because, I don't know, it seems to be the thing to do. Like, I'm seeing it a lot around, and... It's it's good for monster races and, like, variation yeah. of design. That's the thing. Like, I don't want to be one of those character creators who's like, this is my character! She's a, gr a blue version of this other character I have. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, with, with a different color hair or whatever. Like, I yeah. want these characters to stand out, and... Some of them are Fuda characters, some of them are not, and like I have a couple regular Fudas now, so I'm like, well, how the fuck do I make this one different than this other one? So, one of my characters' name is Lyran, and she has equine features, like she has like a unicorn horn, and she has a tail and shit like that. So I'm like, well, it kind of makes sense that if she's a Fuda, she would not have a humanoid dick; she'd have a, an equine one. So, she is the one that I draw the most that has a horse dick. Um, I've done a bunch of commissions that have that kind of stuff, but yeah, Zion, I think you just have uh, <laughs> just have bad luck when you're looking up Nalika picks. I, I would encourage you to go through my gallery and look through the rest of them because there's a hell of a lot more in there than just that. Yeah, is, <laughs> oh, is the next question as as amusing as that one? Uh, n well, eh. <laughs> it's it's an interesting question. Uh, okay. Sunbro has asked us. Two flux. <clears throat> favorite Hizzy character? And then to okay. Hizzy, favorite flux character? So I guess they're asking flux, what's your favorite uh, OC of mine? And to me, what is my favorite OC of yours? And okay. what and what would each of these characters think of one another? Okay. Um as much as I like your your OC Hizzy, um I it's kind of actually a toss up between Zoe and Lux. I know. Um, I, can, I can never pick which one of them I like. I, more. I can't choose which one of those two I like, so I just kind of group yeah, them they're, together they're as like, Zoe and Lux. They're like one OC combined. They're they're a duo. I do yeah. I do lean more towards uh, towards Zoe than I do Lux, but Zoe's yeah. the orange one. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, she's the one that I've actually drawn. Yeah. So I do have a slightly better attachment to her only because I've drawn her. Yeah. They're like a but, yin and um, yang. They each have their own polar opposite personalities. Well, Zoe, I, I can't, I don't have a picture of both of them up in front of me, but Zoe, I remember, has these like kind of like dappled spots on her body that I really like. Mm-hmm. Um, like they kind of remind me of like a, a deer or something with like the, the yeah. you know what I'm talking <laughs> yeah, about? Yeah, like a little fawn. Yeah, I, I like that that look a lot Me too. Um, in used, art in general. Lux used to have tattoos that were interesting, but I got sick of drawing them, so I just nixed them. <laughs> yeah. Well, the other thing that I like so much is, I mean, they're androids, which basically means the possibilities of them doing things are fucking endless. Yeah, buddy, that's what I love about my girls. <laughs> yeah, they can literally do anything you want them to do, and if they, like, if you want to have a food uh, version of them, they have detachable dicks, yep. as you have proven. So, <laughs> it's pretty fucking great. Um, if, if Nalika or whoever was to, well, I guess I have to let you answer who your favorite is first, because I don't know. I want to say would interact with who. I want to say Nalika just because she's like your main chick and I see her all the time. Yeah. But I really like um the the uh, Macori with the tattoos and the Oh shit. Somewhere out there right now, Farron is just orgasming in his pants because he said <laughs> God fucking damn it, Hizzy. The thing is, the thing is, I like her design, A. But, um, god damn it, my computer keeps going to sleep. Uh, I don't like Futa, I guess, that, that much. Like, I wouldn't choose that over, like, a hot guy with a dick. That makes sense. Sure. I'd love dick, yeah. but I also love a hot <laughs> guy attached to it. But, of course, like, a hot girl, and she has a dick, I'll, I'll take it. Well, it's funny you, it's funny you chose her, because she is a shapeshifter. So, technically speaking, she could be a hot guy with a dick. Yeah! <laughs> if you so desire. I want to so see, see that happen. We gotta make this happen. Yeah. Do Lux and Zoe so, plus McCory as a sexy-ass dude. But Farron will be so, really mad. His orgasm his orgasm just went back inside. You just destroyed his boner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, fun fact about McCory, the tattoos all over her body. Um, when I first drew her, she was in a commission for Farron. He was like, make up a character. And then it and looked a lot like, her, like his... His character. Well, later on, he had a character named Shun that I think he partially modeled after Mikori. Oh, I didn't but know But Mikori was before her. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, so um, Mikori was kind of the beginning of that whole thing, especially with the body tattoos. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I drew that character never expecting to draw her again. And so I had all these crazy fucking body tattoos all over her. And I was like, all right, we're all done. God damn it. (laughs) Exactly. So I was like, so every picture after that, I came up with this bullshit (laughs) lore story for her that she's a shapeshifter and the runes on her body morph to fit whatever mood she's in or whatever form she's taking. That way you don't have to draw the exact same one over and over because that would be so hard to do. Correct. son of a bitch. (laughs) Yep. So I literally every single picture of McCory has a different body tattoo set up. So because fuck that shit. There's no way I'm going to try and keep that straight in my mind. But yeah. uh, yeah. So I guess... um, if Macquarie were to meet Lux and Zoe, she'd have a grand old time because they can all literally interchange parts and do anything <laughs> they want with each other. We gotta make this and happen. Macquarie's a fucking slut, no doubt about it. Oh yeah, so. Lux and Zoe. They were Brett. I actually made. Okay, this is kind of ironic, but I made Lux and Zoe because I wanted an original character that wasn't based off of 
you know, World of Warcraft that I could draw in porn. And at that time, I had a character that I had modeled off myself who had evolved with me over the years. Like, I mean, like 15 years long. And I was like, well, well I don't really want to touch porn with this because that's kind of like sentimental. You know, it's kind of modeled after myself. That's a little weird. And now, now look at what I'm doing. God. <laughs> but yep. my old OC, based on myself, doesn't look like the current one. Because I didn't look, I mean, my look has changed so much throughout the years. I was a very angsty person in my teens. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. Well, do we have uh, one final question that maybe all three of us could answer? Well, um, I have an old thread. Let me go and find it. Actually, Ren, you can answer that one too while I'm looking up these. Um, well, uh, definitely uh, the, the Lux and Zoe, as I agreed with earlier, and have slight favor favoritism towards Zoe on. Um, but for Flux, I, to be honest with you, um, I don't like any of them. <laughs> they're, all, they're all terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Draw it again. Um, <laughs> uh, the only one I'm really familiar with by name currently is, is Nalika, so uh, it would okay. probably have to uh, have to default to her because um, as much as I give him a hard time for not having quite as many characters as I have necessarily floating around, there are a lot of characters to get acquainted with, and. Uh, for the last, uh, I mean, one of, one of the reasons why I want to focus more on uh, uh, our OC stuff is so that we can familiarize ourselves with each other's stuff and not be spending all this time working on things that, you know, just kind of go up in smoke a month after they're done, you know, because yeah. fan art tends to kind of go that way. And as much as we've been all working on on stuff... I would like for all of us to actually be working more on on original character stuff so that, you know, we can name drop characters with with people and with each other and we know what their uh, you know, their styles are, what they like doing, what they get into, things like that. Like I would That's, like for us to build um, those IPs for yeah, ourselves. That's yeah. been the focus of my I mean that was always the focus of my Patreon since starting it in summer of 2014. Yeah. Um it's always been about basically lore building and mm -hmm. character development with my OCs. Um so I mean you're saying you gave me shit about how many characters I have. How many fucking characters do you have because I have like 22. <laughs> so if you're giving me shit for 22 Amateur. characters, holy crap, man. <laughs> no, I I have uh, a lot that I've I've made um, because there's there's stories there's there's backgrounds uh, I go and typically if I have to build up a realm or a place that someone is from or a new uh, like character race or something like that I have to have one to two characters that belong to these individual things and sometimes they don't overlap. Gotcha. So, so each one can have like a lot of them. Like just uh, just plant demons right now. I think I've got ten, just of those. Um, oh my god! Yeah, right, and so and then I've got all these other like you know uh, races that I've uh, gone in and, Duh, dude, and outlined and stuff like that. That's too many. I have like three OCs. 
Yeah. <laughs> Amateur hour I'm, over I'm, here. Oh my I'm God. not equally invested in each one of them. Like a lot of oh, them. Oh, well, I, neither am I. I give a like. Some of them are definitely like primary characters. Like if there was a book that you were reading, this would be like a primary character. Right. But then there's a lot of them that are secondary characters who. Right. Even are you just though... gonna go George R. R. Martin and just start killing off <laughs> droves of them? I do actually have a tendency to kill off large amounts of characters in <laughs> in in things like whenever we would do like uh, uh, things for like Pathfinder or D anD D or other role playing things. If I've built up a stable of characters and I see that a couple couple of them are well liked but not main characters, that's gonna be the one that I'll end up killing off. Or sometimes I'll kill one off that isn't really well known, but then you learn all the stuff about them after the fact, and you're like, oh, they're dead. Womp <laughs> <laughs> womp. So, yeah, so, I mean, I haven't done it in a while. Like, I don't have that need to kill off characters anymore. I kind of, I mean, usually if they if a character dies, it's for a very good reason. But I have uh, all these secondary characters. It comes actually from school that I got into the habit, because Flux will know when you're in an animation thing, when you start working in a pipeline they're going to have you draw a bunch of props they're like what does this room look like what does mm -hmm. this person's bedroom look like what do they so you once you start thinking in terms of what a character likes what they do who the, who they love what they like to eat it becomes very easy to start just expanding a cast around them and say oh this is this person's mom this is their dad this is their best friend this is the guy that they see every day at the coffee shop okay next fucking character and it's like but with that one you just created four or five new characters but you're just like you're moving on to the next one yeah um, yeah so yeah, it's become pretty <gasps> easy for me at this that point. That was a huge segue. Do. Okay, we got we got to stop doing that. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, um, we got one more here, and it's actually really good, and it's really old. It's over a year old. Uh, from Tama one two six eight. He's always got the best questions. Thanks, Tama. Um, Tama asks, who are some people that you would like to collab with that you haven't had the opportunity to work with yet? Oh shit. That's a good one. Oh, there's so many. <sighs> let's just pick one let's pick one let's let's think for a second um hmm. one person i had to narrow this down to one person or just like a do small we have, amount do we have to be realistic <laughs> no no <laughs> okay just who do you want to collab with um okay i got it that you haven't collabed with yet it'll never happen in a thousand years but I know exactly. It's one of my biggest inspirations over the years. Uh, would be uh, Ishike. Oh fuck yeah! He is so <laughs> heavily, heavily responsible for a lot of the cuteness that I incorporate yeah. in my style. Ishike is fucking amazing. What about um yeah. artists? You know, within the community that we may or may not have spoken to, but that are part of uh, our like. I I I really do enjoy Slugbox's stuff. Um, yeah. he, you guys he does would a lot do an adorable collab. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I have drawn one of his characters before, and it turned out pretty good in my style. I would love to see him kind of do a treatment on one of my characters um, and doing a collab together. Like, our our coloring styles, I think, would be a good match for each other's stuff. Yeah, totally. Uh, and I love his line work. So, yeah. Slug, if you're out there listening for whatever reason right now, I love you, bro. <laughs> love you. <laughs> what about kiss, you, kiss. Ren? I actually, I, I spent the whole time that Flux was talking trying to think of it. Me too! Like, <laughs> That's why I just said, what about you, You're man? like, 
You're like, yeah. would you like to expand upon that? I know. Um, I actually, I, I don't have anyone that I've thought of in terms of, because usually, I mean, I think of uh, collaborations a little differently. Like, um, for me, collaborations is like one person takes one half of the work and the other will take the other half of the work. Um, and I normally hate inking, but I like it when it's someone else's work. So, like, okay. yeah, uh, yeah. And then on top of that, I know that my coloring isn't quite where some other people's would be, so I would probably defer to their expertise, but I don't know. Like, I don't have someone firmly in mind that I would want to. Usually, something like a collaboration is usually um, somewhat spontaneous, and I end up doing the inking and coloring for someone else. I'll just see, like, a sketch, and I'll be like, man, that looks really great. It'd be, it'd look good as a finished thing. And someone will be like, eh, I, I don't really have time to finish it. And I was like, I'll do it. And then we call it a collaboration. So well, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, well, but that's I, kind of what it is. Someone does the yeah. sketch. Someone does the cut. Like, yeah. it can go any kind of way. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I don't one. have I don't have someone specifically in mind though. I wish I I wish I had had more time to think about it or just uh, yeah. <laughs> No, we put you on the spot on this shit. That's, that's, <laughs> and what, yeah, that's this how was, we roll. We should have probably thought about this before. Um, <laughs> God, I have a few, but I think if I had to pick just one, I would probably uh, choose either Cute Pet or maybe Rake. Oh, they're mm. bo- those are both really good choices. Yeah, right? like, yeah. I was thinking Crash too, Fab uh, Alex Crash, but I don't, Crash I don't zone? know, yeah. I don't know if our styles would really mesh very well he he has a i assume it's a he maybe a she but it has a very distinct style um it would be interesting to see those two he's, mixed together. he's shifted his style around a little bit though um, I, I saw that actually recently i saw a pic and i was like if i didn't see the name crash zone on the hf uh submission right. i would not have known that was him wow. i know that the person i know really? that the person uh yeah. who does a lot of the uh, writing stuff and communications is not the same person that, that is does also the drawing. art. Yeah, and I think they oh, hire. So it, I think they might okay. hire people to color their art too. They used to yeah. every single time. Now I don't. So I don't it's know. A, it's a studio rather than just one yeah. person. Kind of. Yeah. Um, but I've I've talked to the guy who does their communication uh, several times. He actually uh, crashed did a a piece for the uh, sketch pack that you guys contributed to a little while back. Oh um, right. Oh right. cool. Yeah. Right. I only asked for a sketch and. And they did like a, this <laughs> amazing thing. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. God, I forgot all about that project. I think that I would choose cute pet in real in reality, but in the back of my head, I'm Rake is one of my like notice me senpai guys. So. Oh yeah, I think he probably would be for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> cute great. pet though is is also another one. When I saw that they were following me on Twitter and their communications with me, and they're just they're so nice, and I I never really expected to ever be acquainted with them and i i kind of got a little fluttery inside i was like oh yay <laughs> you know you know uh you know th- speaking of collabs and rake i think he and uh cyber unique would be damn good doing collabs with each other too oh, if I they agree. haven't already because their styles like back in the day i thought rake and cyber unique was the same person oh their styles and don't I look came- the same now though not now, but back in the day, I was like, oh man, this guy does so much stuff, and he's he's even under different pen names, and then I realized it was two different people, and I'm like, yeah. fuck, you guys should you guys should talk to each other, because well, like, you could do some cool shit. The funny thing is, I'm actually good friends with Cyber Unique, and I was gonna pick him, but then I remember, we've already done a collab. <laughs> okay, so you that's crossed off the bucket list yeah, already. Yeah, that's one off my bucket list. <laughs> oh, that's cool. He's yeah. a cool dude. He's so nice, too. God, 
I, I would. I oh, I, you know what? I would like to do a collab with uh, fucking Erotobot or um, Noil or Noil, however you say his name. Neo Coil. Maybe that's who I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, Neo Coil. He's this really good, like soft shading. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's another artist out there named Noil. He's really good too. But yeah. I'd love and to collab with cool And you know what's funny? I think yeah. I could because we're really good friends, but he's always so busy and he works really slow. <laughs> so he's always thinking, <laughs> oh, I don't have time for that. I can't do I can't. Well, maybe we should. Maybe he and I should talk then because I also work very slow. <laughs> <laughs> he's actually like, hey. doing a picture for me for my site. Uh, I think for, in, February, oh, cool. in February. That's awesome. Yeah, he's going to. Oh my god, it's actually going to be a collab! He's going to do, like, a, a line drawing for my site, and I was like, cool, can I color it? And he's like, yeah, and I'm like, yes! <laughs> so I guess that's we are cool. going to collab. Fuck you, but that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Alright, well, I think that's enough questions. We're This is a fucking long podcast. I didn't think this was going to be even as long as the last one, but now I think it's overtaken I thought this it. was going to be, like, 30 minutes, and we're up on uh, an hour and 30 minutes yeah. right now. So. Yeah. yeah. We should probably call, well, call this one. Well, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Uh, thank you, Renezuo, for being our guest here. Thank you. And uh, guys out there, listeners, don't forget to uh, keep checking the sites. Uh, we're doing holiday stuff this uh, this month. Uh, don't forget to send in those questions, as I mentioned before, on whatever social media platform you prefer, or just use the websites themselves. And, uh, yeah, keep an ear out, keep an eye out for the next action-packed episode of, uh, Pillow Fort Pub. And I said it right this time. <laughs> <laughs>